Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. I don't know about you, but we love mystery stories. That's why the Upside Down Story is one of our favorite podcasts. It turns a tale flipsy-flopsy upside-downsy so that you need to listen to the clues to figure out who the mystery storyteller is. Search for the Upside Down Story on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most, and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This tale, Story Club members, is extra special because it was written by one of you. Thank you so much to Liani San Pedro for creating today's creepy, climby tale for us. It's one Liani calls Hiking Nightmare. Hi. If you're hearing this, please do not let them in. Do not. Okay, I should probably back up a bit. My name is Scarlett Martinez, and I'm in a pretty bad situation right now. You see, I was on a fifth-grade overnight field trip from Westwood Elementary School to Sunrise Camping and Hiking Trails. After we arrived, we were all told to partner up with a buddy, and best of all, we could pick our buddies. I obviously picked my best friend, Rachel McGreen, who I've known since preschool. After we set up our tents, and after an afternoon hike with lots of climbing, the entire fifth grade sat around the campfire, and we told scary stories to each other. After hearing stories about chainsaw-welding maniacs, scary clowns, and werewolves, we all started getting bored. So Miss Brooks, our teacher, decided to tell the scariest story of all. It went something like this. A few years ago, the whole fifth grade at Eastwood Elementary School went hiking and camping in these very grounds. One day they went hiking and they never returned. That's the reason so few people dare to camp in these woods. Legend had it that the entire area we're in right now was haunted. I have to admit, Miss Brooks' story sent a shiver up my spine. After that tale, we put out the fire and headed into our tents for bed. As I was settling in for a good night's sleep, one of my classmates, Connor O'Malley, really had to go to the bathroom. Now, it was nighttime, so we weren't supposed to go anywhere without telling someone, and definitely not without a buddy. I would have gone with him, but I was too tired to move a muscle after all the hiking. Fortunately, another one of my classmates, Janet Smith, offered to go with Connor. So they went. But when I woke up the next day, Connor and Janet hadn't returned. I immediately reported this to Miss Brooks, but she didn't believe me and thought they were playing a prank. Hours passed, 
and Miss Brooks finally realized I was telling the truth as she was doing a head count. Connor and Janet hadn't turned up. She called the entire fifth grade over, and we split into two groups to head out and search for our missing classmates. Half of the group was led by Miss Brooks, while the rest of the group was led by me. As we split up and searched for Connor and Janet, I couldn't help but notice the other group acting weird. They were all scratching at their ears. I had no idea what was happening. Miss Brooks had her back turned to her group, so she couldn't see what was happening to the kids behind her. Go tell Miss Brooks, Rachel suggested. This is super weird. I definitely agreed with Rachel, so my group marched over to Miss Brooks' group, and I went straight over to her. Miss Brooks, I told her, your group's in trouble. Everyone's behaving super weirdly. At first, my teacher didn't answer me. Then, without warning, she turned around and had this creepy smile on her face and sang an eerie little tune. Then the rest of her group came from behind us acting the same way she was. Everyone in my group quickly decided to make a run for it. Some of them started to behave oddly, though, before they could get far enough away. We had to leave them behind. The people that were left okay in my group were me, Rachel, Mateo, Tyler, and Josh. Whatever had infected Miss Brooks and her group was clearly very contagious. We need to stay as far away from them as possible, Mateo warned. We don't want to become... Mateo got interrupted by someone singing in our group. It was that same tune Miss Brooks and her group had been singing. Josh turned around with that same grin that Miss Brooks and her group had and walked toward us like a zombie. Ah, we all made a run for it again. As we ran, we stumbled onto an overgrown bit of campground. It looked like it had been deserted a few years ago. I looked around and realized it was the Eastside Elementary School's fifth grade campsite. Miss Brooks' story had been true after all. I wanted to explore the campgrounds, but Tyler insisted on leaving. I told Tyler to guard the campsite from the others in case they went looking for us. So Tyler went outside, while Rachel, Mateo, and I explored the campsite. We went inside the tent and looked around. I saw a notebook and looked through it. They get in, I read. Who's they? Huh? As I looked through the notebook, we saw nothing after they get in. It had been the last entry. Just blank pages after that. Who was they? There was also writing on the inside of the tent that read, Don't let them in. As we pondered who them or they was, we were interrupted by a scream from outside. Me, Rachel, and Mateo ran out and saw Tyler. He had some weird goo coming out of his ears. He told us he was hearing a tune in his head. And covered his ears. He was shaking his head, trying to fight whatever it was. But eventually, he became like Miss Brooks. Creepy smile, eerie tune. 
Rachel, Mateo, and I ran. Now we were the only survivors left. We needed to figure out how to defeat Miss Brooks and her army. We need to arm ourselves with weapons in the woods and take them all out, Mateo suggested. No, Mateo. We can't hurt them, Rachel said. They're our friends. Sorry, Mateo. I'm going to have to agree with Rachel, I said. I'm not hurting anyone. Mateo got angry at us for not agreeing with him, so he pinned Rachel to a tree. But as he did, the strangest thing happened. Rachel's phone fell out and it played music. Mateo let go of Rachel, suddenly covering his ears with a yelp. Chill out, Mateo, Rachel comforted him. It's just music. Mateo felt his ears and realized something was happening. Oh no, Mateo wailed. He had goo coming out of his ears. Oh, this isn't happening. What? I asked. Oh, guys, I started hearing the tune back at the tent, Mateo explained. I was getting annoyed, so I fought it and drowned it out. It must have popped back into my head after Rachel's phone played the music. Don't worry, though. I can fight it. As Mateo tried to fight it, it was getting too strong for him, and he became one of the zombies right before our eyes. It was like everyone had turned into a singing zombie except for Rachel and I. Suddenly, the others came and joined Mateo, singing and singing. Rachel and I ran for our lives and raced to the bus. We saw that the front entrance was locked, so we went for the back entrance and immediately slammed the door behind us. The zombies caught up to us and started banging at the windows in unison, singing and singing. They managed to push through the back entrance and enter the bus. As we were being surrounded, I recalled that before Mateo became a zombie, he was covering his ears from Rachel's music. Almost as if he didn't like the music. So I immediately took out my phone and played music as loudly as I could. The zombies then shrieked and covered their ears. Rachel followed my lead and took out her phone and played music. One by one, our teachers and classmates turned back to their usual selves. Everyone calmed down, relieved to have survived. But just as we thought it was over, we heard the same eerie tune that our infected teacher and classmates had been singing. Turning to the back of the bus, we saw that it was Connor and Janet, along with the entire 5th grade Eastside Elementary School class that had gone camping years ago. I immediately took out my phone and played music. My classmates, friends, and teacher followed my lead and took out their phones and played music too. We were ready for whatever this was. Whoa, singing zombies. This might be one of the coolest stories ever. What do you call a zombie that writes music? A decomposer. <laughs> Did you know that there are a whole bunch of Go Kid Go shows? Of course, there's the R.L. Stein Story Club and you're a member. There's also loads of other shows, including my new personal favorite, The Upside Down Story. Be sure to check it out. Just search for Go Kid Go wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Big thanks again to Liani for today's tale, and come back tomorrow for another episode, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! 
Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.